The Ward by Kevin Petker is a powered by the apocalypse game that drops you into a surgical bay and hands you a scalpel. Taking on the roles of doctors, nurses, and combat vets, the Fanable crew tries to survive running an illegal hospital on the night of the annual purge. Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Darcy Ross, David Ferdman, Case, Ken Doyle, Struggle Bus, New Dude, Internet Buddha, Alan Michael Havens, Macarix, and Gregory Larson. Thanks for being our healing hands. The organization that everybody is part of is called CAP, which is Citizens Against Purging. If you think Detroit's bad now, wait until the purge is there and RoboCop is on a break. (laughs) (laughs) I can't allow you to come in here. We're dead if we you push us out there. Somewhere in the distance, you hear the sound of a, a, a shot ring true, uh, and then followed by a woman's scream. Uh, make sure we get some security coming in, because I think two of these people were purging at the time when they got shot. Uh, they're in pig mask and shit, man, but they're bleeding out pretty badly. Hey, everybody, this is Billy from the Fanable.com role-playing podcast, and I am here today with Jesus, David, Angela, and the wonderful and beautiful Dan. Oh, yeah. And we are here to play The Ward. Ooh. Paging Dr. William, paging Dr. William. The Ward is a Powered by the Apocalypse hack created by, uh, I hope I get this name right, uh, Kevin Petker. Sounds right to me. And... Normally, I know some people are probably staring at their pod chaser of choice and confusion. Uh, Fandible does not like Powered by the Apocalypse game. We've not had very good luck with them as of yet. But we actually played this at, was it Dreamation? I mm-hmm. It was D- uh, Dexcon. It was at Dexcon, a wonderful con in Jersey. And we absolutely, me and David, enjoyed the hell out of this. So we are going to continue our purge month. And we're taking... A game of the ward where we play medical professionals during the purge. Yeah. Continuing our history of playing ruthlessly efficient killers during the purge. (laughs) (laughs) So right now, uh, before we... uh, before we started, we of course created characters. So we're going to go around the air, uh, go around the table. You guys are going to say who your characters are. Tell us a little about them, what they look like, and then I will explain like what part of the organization you are in, and of course where you are currently at. Mm-hmm. So starting on my left, David, tell us a little bit about. Well, first I'll first tell everybody the organization that everybody is part of is called CAP, which is Citizens Against Purging. You guys are against purging, and here are a few things that we've come up with about CAP. CAP is, for better and for worse, uh, kind of known as your gang-affiliated. You're a gang-affiliated hospital, which means that you get a lot of ex-gang members or family members of gang members who work and volunteer with you guys during the purge night in wherever field hospital hospital that you create. Last year, it was in an abandoned doll factory. The year before that, uh, you guys were in Detroit. You're still in Detroit, but you were in a parking garage. Um, and you guys kind of work closely with the gangs, basically giving you when the gang members or people are out purging, if they are lower middle class individuals, uh, most likely they will ignore you. 
they will they won't shoot. It's kind of against, it's kind of the rules of the street of do not shoot cat people because they're held here to help it, uh, us. Not only that, but a lot of gang members will leave their uh, elderly parents, uh, their siblings who aren't purging, uh, with you guys to volunteer and help out wherever a cap facility is located during the purge, and that gives them reason to not want to attack. So a lot of gang people kind of view you guys as a neutral territory or a neutral entity. Now, the black mark against Cap is you are gang-affiliated, which means people who are higher up, such as cops, they view you more as getting in the way of things. You're getting in the way of the purge. So people who are very much into the purge, who think it's a great thing, view you guys as uh, as an reward... Definitely somebody that they would shoot at. They do not respect you. Some of you actually think you are going against the American way. You're not making America great again by uh, by helping the weak. So that is the black mark. Uh, Cap has been around since the second purge started. Um, and you guys have chapters all throughout the United States. You are technically viewed by the government as a terrorist organization because... Uh, you get in the way of the purge, but since you only operate during purge, purge yeah. you're not doing anything illegal. That's awesome. But you do a lot of planning, like a lot of lawyered when you guys, government. Yeah, lawyer government. <laughs> but a lot of the time, um, the government will try to send people if there's like a meeting when you guys are trying to organize. Mm -hmm. They will say you're doing something wrong. But then we, uh, when we hear somebody coming up the stairs, we just bust out the dice and the microphones <laughs> and we tell them we're playing D&D. &D. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. That's where all these maps are here for. Yes, that's why we have a map of a hospital, sir. Flip it over. It's actually a tomb. We need a paladin. Do you want it? <laughs> and they run. And they've gotten out of there every time. You guys are currently in the Detroit chapter. And if you think Detroit's bad now, wait until the purge is there and RoboCop is on a break. <laughs> Yeah, Detroit chapter is often recited, is often referred to as the final chapter. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, you everybody go around, explain who your character is, and explain how you got into Cap. Some people came in here as volunteers, and some came in for that sweet, sweet money. So, let's start from our left. David. Hey, everybody. This is Dave, and I am playing Dr. Charles Thurgood, uh, who is an established physician in the Detroit area, and he got involved with CAP uh, through a desire to better the community and to, let me check this paper here, hold on. Better the community and ourselves in order to lift up those who would otherwise be purged and realize the American dream, the other 640 days of the year, yada, yada, yada. Look, uh, I'm probably the most established and experienced person on this entire staff or that Cap has ever seen, and they know it. So when they uh, emailed me multiple times and called my offices, they begged me to, to donate my time. However, this is America. We purge. We're also a capitalist society. We pay the skilled a premium because that is why you become skilled. I am a member of the Chicago uh, uh, School of Medicine. That is, medicine is only to uh, is only to facilitate the economic wheels. That is the United States. Same with law. So they had to pay me, and pay me they did. So I am here for a very generous sum. Uh, my time is generous, not theirs. And I'm willing to put in the next 12 hours, which is a, a pittance for someone as esteemed as myself having pulled and 
the rumors are true, 14 days straight once. No fatalities during my shift. Aren't you, don't you work in a morgue? <laughs> no fatalities, exactly. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> well, what, what Billy is referring to is my character. Uh, the, he is an, uh, he is an arrogant resident. Uh, here in the game of the ward. He's extremely arrogant and he once got a promotion working for the Federal Bureau of Investigation as a medical examiner. You need a, you need a uh, MD in order to become a medical examiner. So he spends a lot of time around stiffs. Uh, but he is on the up and up and this is just yet another way for him to get on the up and up and get on that sweet, sweet protected list of people who don't have to deal with this purge shit anymore. Yes, he's talking about the FBI. While it's okay to hunt and purge FBI people, except if you're really up a high up there, such as like an FBI director, uh, there are special bunkers that the FBI occasionally has parties where the the few and most important uh, people go to with their families. And mm -hmm. you're on the you're on that list eventually. But you also got debts to pay off. So uh, when Cap offered you six thousand dollars for twelve hours. You could not say no. Mm -hmm. They, you, they, you said no at two thousand. You said no at four thousand. But since this is Detroit, and during the purge, they will take anybody who has a medical degree as a doctor. Most people volunteer, but that just leaves more money for you to take. Exactly, fools. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, and uh, and the nice thing about uh, uh, the nice thing about these uh, these parties that I will eventually be invited to is that uh, they are uh, they are purge free there's just a party and you watch on television like everybody else it's kind of like the super bowl so you don't like the purge or you don't want to purge purge you never wanted to kill someone you know for for everything that i say that my character says about money and earning he takes the Hippocratic Oath very seriously. Okay, we're moving on to Angela. So we have our scumbag uh, working uh, for the money, but Angela. now move over to <laughs> Angela's character. Hi, everyone. This is Angela. I'm playing Dr. Jennifer Hopewell, the genius specialist. She is a cardiologist by trade. She's in her early 50s, uh, brown hair, brown eyes, uh, wears glasses, and uh, she has she she comes she came up through medical school at a time where all right we're gonna let women be doctors but maybe you should be a pediatrician because aren't children lovely? No, children are not lovely. Children do not pay. You know what pays? Cardiology. So she is a cardiologist, but because of the time that she came up in, she uh, was only able to get work at hospital, inner city hospitals serving the indigent. So she is a volunteer for the purge or for, for Citizens Against Purging. Um, but it's not because of like some grand social justice movement. It's, it's strictly economical. The purge, even though hospitals are closed during the purge the day after there's a whole bunch more people because her target community is of course unfairly targeted during the purge so she's volunteering for citizens against purging because she wants tomorrow to be a little bit easier makes sense okay so angela how long have you been doing the uh, how long have you been part of cap have you been there since the 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 induction of it yeah Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You've started out there. So you are a member who have done, who has done this a lot. Uh, so far, the part has going, been going on for 10 years. Uh, David, uh, mm. how long is this your first time? Probably since 
Or have, they, have you done it before? Oh, I've done it once before. Uh, you might have heard about it. There were zero fatalities. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Dan, Dan, let's tell, tell us a little bit about your character. So, uh, yeah, so I'm playing uh, Jeremiah Jones. He's the optimistic medical intern. Um, he is 25 and uh, should have, uh, actually 26, sorry, and should have graduated med school uh, last year. But unfortunately, last year during the purge, he lost his mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of uh, screwed him up, and he basically m- missed some classes and lost his chance to to graduate on time. You missed one. Cl- I mean, you were able yeah. to pass most of them, even with you missing quite a bit. But there was one well, class yeah, you no, just gave up on. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's like a, the, the quote of my thing uh, says, uh, you know, what they call the fellow who finishes uh, last in med- medical school graduating class. Doctor. Uh, so yeah. it doesn't matter if he like scraped by and everything else. But yeah, there was one class where he just straight up was a, you know, non complete. Uh, and, uh, and he wasn't able to. to it was, um, women's your... <laughs> No, no. It was your, you basically your, your mentorship, your residency. Yeah. You missed, uh, you didn't get the, the required hours. Right, right. And, uh, so he was going to effectively have to, you know, redo, redo a, a good chunk of the year before he was going to be able to, to graduate uh, and become a fully licensed medical doctor. And his advisor on the uh, university board, uh, is actually a member, uh, in longstanding of, uh, of CAP. She actually runs the Detroit chapter, Miss right. Whippet. Exactly. Miss Whippet. And, uh, she was, she basically told him, like, listen, if we need help, you're, I know you're a good kid. I know you're, you, you, you can be a talented doctor. And, uh, if you're willing to help us out with, with this on Perch Night, I'll be able to finish up the, the paperwork and get everything and mark you as basically like, basically look at this as extra credit. Uh, you're, you're gonna, with this, you're gonna be able to, to graduate. Uh, so he thought about it a little bit and finally said yes. And, yes. Uh, here he is. Basically, she said she's willing to say that you did the paperwork, you did do res- your hours, but sh- because of her own mistake, they were not reported. Right. She, technically, what she's doing is breaking the law, but she's willing to do that if you're willing to help out during Persian night. So long as she does it during Persian night, uh, it's technically not illegal. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, there's. <laughs> she, they could come back and say, like, well, we'll wait till tomorrow to cast you. That makes me think that somewhere there's a courthouse open with the person behind perforated glass wearing a purge mask, just stamping every document <laughs> that gets put <laughs> in Everything. front of them, no matter what it is. <laughs> okay. Tear it down. Okay, so today, uh, let's go with Hazel. Okay. Hey guys, this is Jesus. I am playing Miguel Garcia, the Ironed-Willed Nurse. I originally, a couple of years ago, started out as a combat medic for the army. And it was during that time where the purge actually kind of started. And I thought to myself, this is, is this the country I'm fighting for? The type of country that would purge its own citizens just to make things a little bit easier for themselves. After a couple of, couple of years, I was honorably discharged for uh, nothing bad. Just I just left. And I worked as an EMT trying to save lives. He eventually joined up with CAP. Uh, basically because I wanted to help during these trying times to save as many lives as possible from this ridiculous insanity. Okay. Well, so we got, it sounds like three volunteer, well, two volunteers, one, a volunteer, but you're getting something out of it, Dave. And then we got, uh, I'm Dan. And then we got Dave who is rolling around naked on a, uh, <laughs> oh, on a pile of cash. I, I'm 100% a medical mercenary. Yep. Okay. So. Just before we began, we decided to vote on where this is taking place. This is taking place in 2016, Detroit, in the Silver Dome, which hasn't been destroyed yet. You guys originally were going to use a parking garage that had been abandoned. Large, complex, easy to defend. But two days before the purge started, uh, 
Somebody must have leaked that information because the government moved up demolitions and got it destroyed and taken down within a day. This thing has been there for 40 years. So Cap scrambled and you got the Silver Dome. You are broken. You broke into the Silver Dome, which is the old Lions Field yep. for those who are into fuzzball. Um, and it has no roof. That's it has no roof, so that's what you guys are lacking. I, the field has no roof. There's yeah, interior. No, exactly. Areas. Yeah, the field has no roof, but you have tents set up around that area. Uh, that as the most open area, you have people with sniper rifles walking around, but it is hard to defend something this large. Sure. But it is the only place that's abandoned and easy to get into, um, and that could hold a large amount of people. Uh, you guys are uh, lacking in pain meds. Mm-hmm. You're lacking in a roof. <laughs> Uh, but you got gumption. <laughs> he basically described my first apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, uh, what did we say the weather is for tonight, uh, for the purge tonight? Look outside. <laughs> Cold and snowy. Cold. It, it is. It's yep. snowing. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's Heavy snow to, yeah. or a light snow? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, one to three. It's a light. Mm-hmm. Four to six. Heavy. Heavy snow. It's going to start off as light, but it's going to get sure. worse throughout the night. Because it's the purge. Uh, okay. So we are going to start, and I think the perfect place to start is with... This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. You guys are all inside the Silver Dome. Right now, we're going to move around. And I'm going to say explain, say who is doing what. Uh, right now, Angela, you are talking down a desperate addict at one of the entrances. An addict came with her child, and begging to be let in. Uh, the only problem is right now is you you kind of try to screen people before you let them into the purge. And so when you get strangers like this, and the woman says she's willing to volunteer and help, she shows that she... Uh, she does have a medical license. She's an old nurse, but it's expired. Uh, but you see this definitely the signs of she is an addict. Mm-hmm. She wants immunity. Uh, she wants to be let in. She'll uh, for the night. She'll help out any way she can. Uh, she has a daughter with her, but she has not been vetted whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And you he- you hear the sound of the sirens starting as this woman is saying, "Please, please, I I'm good at working. I I you know I was a, I was a medical professional for five years, and then I got hurt in a car crash, and and and, and then I got a little addicted, but I'm working on it right now. And uh, ma'am, I, was... I can only take in patients at this entrance. You're going to have to go find somewhere safe for you and your daughter, ma'am. Please, I would I uh, we, we don't have any place to go. My husband he kicked us We're out. We're not set up as a shelter, ma'am. Please, 
I can't allow you to come in here. We're dead if we you push us out there. And Angela, I need you to make a roll. I mean, here's the thing. You could show compassion. You could uh, display expertise. You could assert your authority. Yeah, I feel like I'm asserting my authority here. So there are, um, just for the listeners at home, there are four stats that we're going to be using uh, in the ward. And those are brains, guts, heart, and nerve. Uh, and they do different things. What is Angela doing right now? What, what stat? Uh, what, I'm what? actually using um, rep for asserting my authority. Okay. So oh, that's a fifth, fifth stat. Yeah. When you assert your authority, give an order or tell someone what to do in the face of resistance. Roll, roll plus rep. If it's towards a PC, you roll connections. So, yeah, your so rep. I'm saying, you, ma'am, you need to leave right now. Uh, six, seven, eight. Okay. It is a hit. It's a weak hit. They'll attempt to do what you want after uh, you pick one. They agree to, uh, you agree to help them now or later, or you take one stress. I'll take a stress. The woman looks around scared as the siren starts. And then she takes her daughter, picks her up and looks towards you and says, you're a fucking monster. And she runs away, uh, towards, uh, towards one of the buildings, uh, trying to bang on one of those doors to be let in. Dr. Hopewell's face is impassive as she pulls shut one of those metal grate doors, you know, like with kind of the crosshatched mm-hmm. uh, security doors that is not going to hold back a determined person, but it's what we've got for this entrance. And mm-hmm. so that clatters shut. As it clatters shut, you see Andy Richmond, which is a doctor. One of He's an older doctor just like you. who's in one of the classes. He used to haze you a little bit. He was the one that... Uh, uh, he passed around a calendar with your supposed cycle on it to some of the people when he was, uh, when he was, you were young, 20. Uh, and he, as you close it, you turn around, you run into him and he says like, did you turn him away? Of course. Jesus Christ, Hopewell. And he shakes his head and he walks away, kind of disgusted with you. Okay. And now as that was going on, we go to David. Mm. You're smoking in the stands as the sound of the purge sirens echo through the night. You see the light snow starting to drift down onto the field. The people are moving quickly, more into a panicked sort of uh, speed as they try to get their last minute barricade set up. You see the snipers moving towards the roof, trying to keep you know low just in case somebody else has a sniper rifle on them and want to start picking things off. You hear some of the gang members outside, you know, dropping off some relatives last minute, you know, the squealing of tires. People are, you see, hear some arguing as a couple gang members from rival gangs are running into each other, but they know the rules of if you start a fight outside, no, we close off outside. Yep. So you hear barking such as like, you know, eh, as soon as I leave my mom here i'm gonna find you motherfucker yeah and uh currently uh, dr thurgood is on his phone he's he's texting his uh he's texting his uh uh, uh his uh, not accountant but his, uh, the person who does his stock portfolio mm-hmm. arguing that if you use internal information during the pur- or if you gather internal information during the purge it's not technically anything illegal and then his his uh stock person is arguing yeah but on day two, when we act on that information, then it's illegal. And he's going back and forth um, saying like, well, I mean, it's like cleaning up a body. If it happens during the purge, then then the cops will just say, where did this body come from? And I'd be like, 
I don't know. It looks like my ex-wife, but it was here when I got here during the purge. He's yeah, arguing yeah. for insider trading. Uh, and then he just fi- finishes his cigarette when he hears the uh, siren and starts walking downstairs. Yeah, well, as you as you start mo- moving downstairs, as the sirens continue to do their last 10 seconds of non-purge America, uh, you run into Devin, who is moving up towards you. Sorry and Devin, uh, of course, you know, is the, one of the local junkies that you, mm-hmm. he was allowed in. Um, because of the deal that he he provided you with pain medication for uh, safety. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to you scratching the side of his chin. Hey, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Thoroughgirl, man, how you doing? Devin, Devin, I thought you'd be at a shelter or something. I am in tonight. the shelter. I'm in the best. You know, when, the gangs, they, they protect this place from uh, all sorts of bad things. And as long as I behave myself, hey, I, I noticed you had a cigarette and I, I already smoked mine. I got a couple packs, but... <laughs> It's just, you know, being out in the purge is always a little weird. Last year, I actually was at this purge party. It was fantastic. I mean, you know, we had to kill a dude. I mean, okay, I didn't kill a dude. Okay, here you I'm... go, Devin. Stop talking. Uh, oh, really? You remember the rules, right, Devin? Stay in stay in the area for, for patience. You've got a cot. Stay there. Okay, but uh, do you a cigarette, please? I, I, I hand him a cigarette. Uh, good. I'll just I'll just smoke up here while you know you go down there. I, I, you know I don't want to be smoking there. No oxygen tank and explosions. Yeah, the fucking government comes because you're not supposed to use explosions during the purge. It's it's the purge. It's we don't smoke inside of a hospital. We're not monsters. Okay. Uh, good luck, doctor. They're good. Uh, you're you're gonna save lives tonight. Somewhere in the distance, you hear the sound of a a, a shot ring true. Uh, and then followed by a woman's scream. And look back when I hear the shot. They missed. Dan. Yep. Currently, you are, during all this, you hear the sound of the purge. And usually mm-hmm. during purge, you are always in a safe environment. You come yeah. from a – you're not rich, but your family uh, – a couple years ago, your family went on vacation mm-hmm. to Canada. Canada is very big during this time. Um but last year, your parents, they wanted to try out their new security system, and it wasn't enough. Nope. Your mother was killed. Your father was injured. Mm-hmm. And he's actually still sick still. He's actually... Yeah, he's not He's not doing great. Uh, as a doctor, yeah, I know his time is... Uh, his, his days are, are basically numbered. Yeah, he, he got an injury. Uh, he got shot badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that infection went to his lungs and just down here from there. And from the loss of his wife, who he's loved for the last 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. it's been hard. Right now, what I'm getting at is you're, you've always been in a place of safety. Mm-hmm. This is your first time actually being out in the open, as you call it, during the purge. Where are you right now and what are you doing as you hear the so uh Jeremiah's a bit of a stress eater, so he is he is in the uh in the cafeteria room in the in the uh basically uh there's a, a, a vending machine there uh that has gotten a substantial amount of money from him uh since earlier in the day. It uh, wouldn't be a machine because his place is shut down, but there's a woman who has Right, 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 right. She, she is. She, she brought her own vending machine yep, in the yep. sake of a stall, and and and, and, I, and I am her favorite customer, and uh, and so Jerry is basically down there, like uh, sort of like trying to trying to breathe, trying to like prepare himself for. Yeah, he's, his name is Jerry. Like, he's Jeremiah. <laughs> so Jeremiah is down in the uh, in the rec room, and he uh, he is currently downing his third bear claw, 
Uh, he tells himself that the uh, the sugar and cars will be good for energy uh, for what remains of the night. Uh, but frankly, he's just he's stress eating. He is he is he is uh, a little bit jittery uh, as as things happen as things start. Hey, slow down, cutie. You say uh, you hear Dan as uh, Clarissa uh, Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. She is the one who basically, uh, she, how she bought her way into this, uh, her and her daughter. Uh, she is a 26-year-old uh, woman, and she has a six-year-old daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. She bought her way into working for Cap as a, she makes the pastries. She brought a whole bunch of snacks, and she's handling the food. Food is pretty much free for everybody here uh, who's working. Uh, if right. you're staying here, you need to pay a certain amount. But, yeah. you know, they that that's only so – they're not going to leave anybody who's starving. So right, but right. for the, you, you've been eating the donuts and she smiles at you kind of amused and she's like, hey, slow down. Uh, don't inhale those. Uh, we don't – there's not any delivery services until, well, 8 o'clock tomorrow. I know. I know. I know. But it's just it's, – it's, 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 uh, he kind of looks up as the, the sound of the, the distant sirens. So it's like, yeah, I guess this is starting. This is, uh, this is uh, starting now. Dan, do you want to try to? She, you, you can see uh, your fear is kind of making her a little bit worried. Not yep, terribly yep. worried, but you know, seeing you, you're supposed to be. You have the armband that says that you are a medical profession. Yep, uh, which is green. Yep. Um, so she's seeing you stress eat. Yep. Do you want to try to hide that or act professionally or anything like that or feign competence? Anything you would like? Yeah, I think uh, feign competence is probably the the best. That's, okay, roll two D and well. Yep, roll two D ten. Absolute two D six and roll nerves. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, oh, add your nerves, nerves. minus one. Great. <laughs> All right. I believe in you. Uh, nope, that's a four. That okay, a major fail. Okay, so you are feigning competence in a four, a miss. Uh, She kind of just uh, furrows her brow a little bit, and then she kind of holds – she puts a sign that says, like, you know, we'll be back in a minute. And you see her walking over to her daughter who is kind of playing there and um, basically telling her – you know, just whispering to her, you have not filled her with a lot of hope. Yeah, well, and fair. as you turn away uh, and you're walking away, you see one of the doctors who is waiting behind you to get some of the food, uh, which is a – you know him as Dr. Francis. Oh, he was part of your medical group. Yep. And he says, oh, Jesus Christ, what would you say to her? Nothing. I just I just said what's, what's happening. This, okay. this is starting. Okay. How about you calm your tits, big man, and go back and sort some of the fucking medicine, okay? I have to, apparently I have to pour my own coffee. And he <sighs> kind of he walks by you, yeah. but – Brushing your shoulder. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, Jeremiah kind of just uh, grumbles over his head and, and stuffs the last of the bear mouth into a bear claw into his mouth and uh, sort of storms off. Okay, and finally, hey Zeus, as the purge horn echoes throughout the night, what are you doing right now? I am stocking up the last of the supplies that we rushed in from the other location and stacking them on the walls and shelves. Cool. Um. As you are stalking through uh, some of the shelves, uh, I need uh, – a lot of medical people are moving in and out, making sure, you know, just putting new supply, taking supplies as, you know, the purge just is about to start. So they're preparing for gunshot wounds and everything. What do you want to do during this time as everybody's just going about trying to do their business? Are you trying to help them? Are you trying to look professional? What do you, what do you want to – I'm trying to help as much I, – I help when I need to, but main, mainly focused on stocking the shelves. But if someone needs a hand with anything, I – Let's do – act professionally. You want to maintain a composure. Uh, you want to display your expertise. You are stocking the shelves like a son okay. of a bitch. Okay, that is uh, – Brains. Brains. Roll plus okay. brains. That is a f- six. So close to a seven. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, so six is often close to a six. <laughs> yeah, strange how that works. You put all the medicine uh, that you need in and... As... Oh, wait. I am handy. Does that count for that? Ladies. As yeah, one of my you know, specialties? organizing. Yeah, sure. Yep. So, yes, yeah, as plus one, so I'm seven. I make it. Okay. Ask me any questions about uh, what's going on. Since I know the tough people around us, uh, am I noticing that one or two of the supplies seem to be, uh, some of the, one or two of the, say, medicines seem to be missing? There it is. Okay. So what your first question is, do you have all the medication that yes. you should? You start going through quickly just everything, putting it together. Uh, I'm going to give you a choice. Um, uh, do you want an unforeseen, do you want an ugly choice right now, an unforeseen complication or an unpleasant side effect of this, uh, of you looking to see uh, of you, you, what you're doing right now, circumstance. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say uh, for interest of story, I'm going to say a uh, uh, unknown complication, an unforeseen circumstance, uh, unseen circumstance. Yes. Yeah. As you're quickly going through this, uh, you're noticing that right now, as everybody's moving in and out, you see everybody has a green armband, and then you see someone walking away with some pain medication of your very limited supply, and you notice that they do not have an armband on right now. They're wearing scrubs, mm-hmm. no armband. Hey, and. Yeah, they're just continue walking through this crowd as people are moving back and forth, and they're trying to lose you in the crowd as they're trying to stop him now. Okay, yo, yeah, that's going to that, you know what? That's going to uh, assert your authority. So that's a reputation, right? Yeah, uh, roll your rep. Yeah, yes. That is a five six. You lose that person in the crowd. You have no idea who just took medica- medication, but as you say, stop him now. It's just. People are too scared about the purge happening mm-hmm. as the last lingering bit of that horn ceases. Fuck. And you hear the gunshots start taking place. Shit. You go back. You lock up everything else. Mm-hmm. But you are now uh, – your low supply of pain medication is just gotten a lot lower. <sighs> the purge is happening. And right now you hear gunshots going on. Uh, you even hear some explosions in the, the distance followed by, of course, uh, sirens. Police aren't usually out, but if there is a legal use of explosions, they do have a force that is be- that is sent out. Uh, but you hear that in the distance. Um, and right now, you hear the ring, ring, ring of um, the phone. Uh, the intern is going to be actually manning the phones right now, um, which is uh, not phone bank. It's basically walkie-talkies. Yeah. You have a lot of radios, and you hear the ring, ring, ring buzzard of one going off right in front of you. Yep. So I'll grab it. Yeah, this is uh, Dr. Jones. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm coming in right now. I'm coming in fast and heavy. And this is, uh, you just know him as Carmichael, uh, mm-hmm. old bus driver. And he is driving, uh, basically he's using a bus to get uh, as ambulance uh, driver. It's been five minutes and he's like, uh, we're already coming in f- fast and heavy. Some guy uh, just rode down the street uh, using an AK-47. Uh, make sure we get some security coming in because I think two of these people were purging at the time when they got shot. Uh, they're in pig mask and shit, man, but they're bleeding out pretty badly. Uh, all right. What insurance are you are you coming in? How many how many people are you yeah, bringing you, in? You fucking tell me, man. Uh, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of like look around, try and find uh, an adult in the room. <laughs> do you want to feign competence? Do you want to act professionally, or do you want to uh, th- your authority? Like, how do you want to do this? Uh, none of the above. Uh, no, I guess. Uh, I'll try act professional because I want to maintain your composure in a difficult or dangerous situation. Yeah, you're, you're starting to get a little worried as he's like, "Hey, you tell me where to go. What what, what entrance do I take?" All right, I'm gonna go ahead and roll. I got plus zero on that one. Uh, Remember, your specialties also help if you have any. Yeah, no. All right. Um, all right. Nope, completely fail. Miss. 
Uh, there's a wall on the north side. <laughs> yes. It's a it's a mirage. Um, uh, you absolutely just kind of falter, and you hear him like you hear him like snore, like Jesus Christ, get up! Can I step in? Yeah, you can, can take. I, a, can yeah, I stick please. a hand in? Stick yes, a hand please. in. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, David, so- as you uh, as Doctor Charles Thurgood walks by, you hear you see our good Doctor Jeremiah Jones uh, standing there in front of the radio, kind of with a panic look on his face. Yes. All right, and so I'm going to uh, I'm going to step in. Wait, hold on. How many? What did you get? I got a four. I don't think so. you can't. Uh, you push two on their roll. I, even if you yeah, stepped in, there's two, no way you can help. Yep. Oh, so I don't roll for stepping in? No, you can roll. But if you roll at the step in, you could push his roll like by the be- two. Yeah, the best you could do for me is give me a plus two, which is still not enough. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yep. Okay. Then I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just walking in just mumbling about the junkie. And then I see this car accident about to result in a bus accident occur uh you tell him to go on the south you quickly yeah. give him something uh, like go to the south side yeah. um honestly it's just so much hustle and bustle like right when he's asking what it, where he should go another uh call comes in and you have to answer that one and basically what happens is angela yes. you are sent to the south side and you're supposed to be meeting uh you're supposed to be meeting your security team there. Basically, when a person is brought in and it's kind of known that they were out purging, like you can usually tell by the weird shit they're wearing. Uh, there's a security team that meets uh, up with you uh, in the garage area and they kind of secure the, the wounded person who is the purger. And they and then that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. When you get there in front of the door, you see you hear the honking of the horn, the bus driver, two taps, honk, honk, pause, and then honk, 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 three uh, it matches the code that you gave him. And uh, as you look around, you realize there is no security officers to meet you here. Do I have one of those walkie-talkies? Uh, yeah. All right. I get on the walkie-talkie. Where the hell is the security team? Uh, we're on the north side. Well, well, the bus is coming in on the south. Uh, that's not what we... That, 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 look, that kid told us to go on the north side. God uh, damn it, Emo. We've been doing this for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Angela, if you want to try to fix this, uh, you can get uh, yeah, your authority. Um, you can do whatever you want. You know what? You want a job done right, you got to do it yourself. I'm going to have to take uh, my chances. I can't have these people waiting. We need to get that bus back out on the street. Got to firebomb that bus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you are you pressing the button to let them in? Yep. Okay, you hit the button. The garage opens up and the bus roars right into like the small kind of contained area you think this is where like maybe uh, the team buses would park during uh, the actual games you hit the button again it closes it up and you the door the bus opens and he out walks Carmichael and he holds up his hands like where the fuck is the where the security team it's just you and me come on let's get these guys out Jesus Christ he walks up to he kind of leads you into the bus and yes you see one guy is wearing a pig mask over his face and he has an apron and he's naked underneath the apron completely that'll save his time uh-huh. yeah and he's holding his he's holding a chest wound in pain um, and then you see uh, ne- and he's kind of still up he's mm-hmm. up you, he's still conscious you see a woman uh, next to him also in apron completely naked from uh, the from under the nape and wearing a uh, rabbit outfit and she has a head wound uh, you don't you, you don't you need to s- they're both technically alive at this point, but go ahead and act perfect. Uh, kind of do your thing. As a, the lone doctor with no backup, uh, Hopewell is going to assess the situation and say, he's our best chance. Help me get him out. Okay, great. You are going to uh, assert authority. Yes. Triage is a bitch. Oh, that is a... 
miss. Like, whoa. I okay. go to stick my hand in this situation as well. <laughs> oh, oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> okay, and that was assert your authority? Uh, you tell me. I was... I think it would be act professionally, mm-hmm. um, because that seems to be the closest thing to actually performing medicine. Uh, d- no, d- that's display expertise. Oh, okay. Okay, so basically, are you, are you starting surgery right now? Or are you trying to basically order this guy to I was get trying, him somewhere? I was trying to order Carmichael to help me get the um, the male patient off the bus. So I could imagine – so I was trying to assert my authority. I think he would argue with me and tell and say, no, we should get the woman out. Yeah. No, yeah. Carmichael's like, oh, are you kidding me? I mean, this guy's still up and running. This woman's going to die. Help me with her. He yeah, grabs we- her and he's picking her up. Absolutely ignoring you, uh, and he's. You don't m- move people with head wounds like that. Yeah, well, you don't fucking. Do- I need to get this bus out and going. Get a gurney here. He's going to walk out right now. And as you turn around, you hear uh, kind of a chortle uh, from the uh, the pig guy, and he's like, <laughs> and he and then he just kind of he kind of covers, tries to restrain himself, and then gives you a thumbs up, and then a finger and the <laughs> finger. Keep that up, and I'm going to cut that off. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Carmichael is going to take this woman out. Uh, and as you guys get, as you guys leave the bus with this woman, a security team finally does catch up. Uh, and who wants to be on that security, uh, uh, security team and nurse shows up. And yep. that's going to include Jesus's character, which is Miguel. Okay. So what's the situation? We've got, uh, d- d- Chucklehead here is taking the woman with the head wound off the bus. She's moving a person with a head wound? I, that's what I said. He puts, uh, Carmichael puts the woman on the gurney and says, like, I don't got time to hear it. Let's get these people off my fucking bus. And he's running back onto the bus. All right, I'm helping move the... You know, actually, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take her to surgery. There's a, a, another guy still up in a pig mask on the bus. Get him off so Carmichael can get back on the street. All right, I go to the guy. Okay. Yep. Uh, Jesus, uh, as soon as you walk in, to the bus, and this is like this is the thing I'm I'm starting to realize about um, Powered by the Apocalypse. It's more of me deciding how the story goes. Yep. It's not like roll perception to see if you see something. It's like no, this is this is what's happening. Yep. Uh, and then you tell me how you want to respond to that. Uh, Jesus, as soon as you walk onto the bus, uh, you see nobody is left on the bus. You see the back door opened is wide open. Fuck. Pigmas is in the building by himself. I'm sorry. Come again. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, Jesus, I need you to. Uh, how do you? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I want to track the guy. Okay, this is your explain. This is, I think this is you displaying your expertise. Yeah. All right. And that's a uh, brains. Yes. Okay. This is gonna go well. Oh, it is gonna this go is well. Gonna that's go a well. ten. Okay. I will find you. You got this. Nancy <laughs> will tell you an interesting fact about. <laughs> you put yeah. on like black face paint. <laughs> like... Yeah, you got this. Yeah. You got this. I'll get back to you. Okay. But you you step outside and you look around and you don't see tracks. But what you do see is the thin trail of what seems to probably be an axe that he's dragging behind him. Fucker. But it's a nice little track that you're starting to follow. Yeah. Uh, do you call any of the security team to follow you? I, I call one or two to join me. Yep. You got two people, two teenagers, probably a little too young to be doing this, but they both – one has a bat mm-hmm. and the other one actually has a pistol. Yep. Uh, everybody here has a pistol. By the way, that you have it with you, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Angela, let's get to you. Yes. Angela, you get wheeled uh No, actually, we just went to you. David. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, you are going to... Uh, right am- now, uh, 
the north side, uh, you see a bunch of security people from the north side running away from the north side towards the south side, and they run past you. One stops and turns towards you and says, like, hey, we got a, a beggar who seems to be uh, – they, they're, they're having some sort of uh, coughing fit. Uh, we brought him in. Uh, he doesn't seem like he was purging, just kind of a homeless guy. Uh, help him out immediately. And then they're turning and they're running back, and you follow where they're pointing, and mm-hmm. they have one uh, security officer kind of just standing next to this homeless guy who seems to be just, like, shaking and mm-hmm. itching. Um, around, uh, and like just wearing rags. All right. Yeah. Walk up to him and uh, uh, take a snap on some gloves, take a look at him. And, uh, and I start uh, motion that I'm going to touch him. Okay. So what seems to be the problem? <laughs> don't you touch me. I don't want your hands on me. You're going to purge me. You're going to, you're going to purge me for your own sick delights. No, sir. We're going and I put on a, I put on a medical mask. No, sir. This is a non purge area. This is a purge free area. We're here to help people. How you, this guy clearly has some sort of mm-hmm. mental illness. He's mm-hmm. paranoid. He's scared. Um, and he's in the middle of the purge. So he's paranoid, which is probably the best choice to be at this point. How do you want to try to calm him down? I'm going to try to act professionally. Great. You're going to, instead of trying to uh, to be compassionate to him, you're just going to show him the best of what a doctor can be. Okay. All right. So uh, would this be a general practice rule for one of my skills? Uh, I would say that's more... Uh, like it's general yeah practice. yeah acting professional need you know you're you're yeah showing your bedside manner at its best okay so cool plus one of your role all right and uh Ooh. five six Oof. fail this is tough yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. oh remember you get guys get perks if you miss right you do get perks. Yes. Everybody who's oh, missed, you yes. get a perk. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's but a, only after your on. first miss in that, in that, scene. In that, scene. In that scene, yes. What's up? Basically, you can trade them in, You can, uh, but technically, you're really only supposed to spend them post-op. No, you can, you spend them you can use them to push your roll. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Anytime okay. you get a perk, okay. one for one. Everybody gets one starting oh, out. Oh, for push. Right, yep. right, right. Everybody gets one starting out. So, David, if you want to... I mean, I'm going to be giving these out like butter, so if you want to spend yours... I would love to. Yep. Okay. I would love to. we got to succeed at one roll. Guys. So, <laughs> so you got six. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't pass. Do you want to... Try anything to increase it. Push it. Yeah. Yep. I'd like to push it. Too. Okay. So you are using a perk. Everybody, I started out with everybody giving one perk because they they're in the purge. I, yep. I, they need everything they can. Well, also, we've all missed one roll. At yeah, least, at least so one. We well, I, I think I well I pass passed, awesomely. So, but yeah. uh, Dan and I have definitely both missed rolls. Yeah, so we both get perks. Yep. Okay. So David, instead of uh, gaining a perk, you decided to actually succeed. So seven. So you are acting professionally. Mm-hmm. So I want you to choose one. Do you want to reduce any stress inflicted by a situation by one, or uh, do you not want to show any weakness in front of this person? Oh, sure. yep. show no weakness. You are maintaining composure. You're not getting freaked out by his freakouts, and because of that, he kind of calms down and just says, I, I, "I was walking and I tripped and I and I scraped my knee pretty badly." And he pulls up his. His, uh, his leg. Pants. It's not even like a, it's a sheet that he's wearing. Okay. And you see that when he says he scraped his leg pretty badly, it looks like he fell onto a rust, some rusted metal mm. and cut it up pretty badly. Yep. All right, sir. Then we're going to be able to take care of you. No problem. Uh, this uh, gentleman here will bring you into the triage area and we'll get that leg bandaged up. Uh, if at all possible, we'd like you to fill out some paperwork. Uh and if, no, no, I I understand. All right, then right this way, please. Yeah, I, I, and only you're going to be t- teaching, uh, touching me, right? I trust you. 
Sure, of course. Okay, okay. What else yeah. do I have to do? Okay, hey, uh, David, mm-hmm. you are brought into um, – there There are two areas. There is the main area in the middle of the field, which is like triage. The, the mm-hmm. Not the triage. That's kind of like the basic medical area. Some of the more triage area, the more emergency places, those are taken – taking place in some of the locker rooms okay so you take him into like under a tent mm-hmm. and you put him in a private sheeted area mm-hmm. and yeah go ahead and you know what display your expertise okay cool uh what uh is that that's smart brains isn't it yeah brains you're, oh you're, shucks you're you're going to try to fix him all right so oh, that's a seven nice uh that's actually an eight uh, oh, do you have a minus? I do have a minus in brains, but I'm general practice. Yep. I'm going to say general practice. That gives you a plus one. So you got an eight. You fumble, hesitate, install. The MC offers you an ugly choice, an unforeseen complication, and an unpleasant side effect, but you do pass. Cool. You are going to pass. You do hit. You are absolutely able to start working with him. Uh, but as you're uh, working with him right now, uh, as he's as he's kind of fumbling around, uh, you definitely can tell that this man... Uh, you're able to cure his wound, mm-hmm. uh, but he probably has a pretty bad disease. Like you're, you're, you're mm-hmm. definitely seeing like he probably got blood poisoning from another uh, incident a mm-hmm. while back. Um, the best you can do is probably just kind of he's going. It, it, this seems like he he's going to get sicker and sicker. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if he got proper medical um, help, he'll get help. But which he can't take. He can't do here. And honestly, we're a purge hospital. We just did what we needed to. Absolutely. So, what you're uh, right now? Uh, do you want to tell him that he needs me- uh, further medical assistance, or are you just going to move on? Discharge. Discharge. Okay, yep. not a problem. You just you kind of just walk away and uh, tell him. I, I tell I tell the security. Uh, I, I uh, say to uh, the man, "All right, that should patch up your leg. Now, what I'm going to need you to do." Is we're going to uh, we're going to put you in discharge, which means you're going to be free to go. We don't want to keep you here, and I understand you don't want to be here in this organ in this facility. So, uh, for the rest of the night, for the rest of the purge, stay out of trouble, stay away from any large groups, keep that uh, keep that wound clean, and then tomorrow, go do a follow up in another ER. Okay. Just uh, a quick interruption. Uh, when you cure someone, when you fix them, they have a they they they're allowed to either leave. Or they can stay uh, in the, in a designated area. Oh, really? We can't just say like, okay, thanks, bye. You, they have the choice. I mean, it's kind of okay. like if you if I have two broken legs, are you really going to send me out into the purge in a wheelchair? So yeah, fair enough. So you can't. They, they're, they're. You will never hold anybody against their will mm-hmm. um, unless you want to. That is that yeah. is effectively what my character yeah. is doing. Like, hey, because he's paranoid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know what? Since I'm going to say you passed this, you did well, and you're giving him the choice, he's not going to fight. He's going to be like, well, I want to get out of here. I, I trust myself. I understand the walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. Uh, have a good night, sir. Please remember, uh, don't perch. Don't, don't. It's it's unhealthy. It's my God given right. He says as he turns away and starts limping away. Uh, but you know, you cured his leg wound, but he's he's sick. But healthcare is not. Hmm. Okay. And okay, we're going to go over to Angela, who is now, uh, you are being, the, the gurney is being rolled into one of the locker rooms, uh, the, the visitor team's locker room, where it is, uh, you see plastic sheets are put everywhere around you. Uh, Dan, uh, you are actually being summoned by uh, Dr. Whippet. She's actually saying, uh, telling you to pass off to Dr. Francis or to Sam Crane. She is going to take over the radio duties since you seem to have an issue. <laughs> okay, thank God. Uh, and Mr. Whippet, uh, Ms. Whippet is asking you to uh, get into the visitor's locker room uh, and prep. Uh, you're going to be helping out with something. 
Right. I run off to do that. Angela, uh, as you get into the visitor's locker room, uh, the, like I said, sheets are everywhere. Some of them are just pla- large plastic sheets. Some of them are actually curtains that you've salvaged. And in the middle is a uh, it's a butcher's table that you guys are using instead of something that probably is a lot cleaner. But you, you pick up the woman, you set her down. Um, and right now you have uh, – there's a lot of people in this room. How, who do you want in this room right now in this small locker room? Uh, among PCs or NPCs? Uh, peace, uh, everybody. Like, how many people? Like, right now there are five security people with you, and you get one, yeah, one NPC nurse, and then you have Dan's character in you. All right. Uh, if you don't have a medical degree, get out of here. Uh, one of the security guys says, "Are you sure? Uh, we're leaving a purge? S- stay outside the door if that makes you feel better. But I think there's, uh, she's not going anywhere. Trust me." Okay, yeah. He he steps outside. They all step, uh, to, uh, and you hear one of them giving uh, the others orders. There'll be two at the door. Great. And, uh, you, and you see Jeremiah turning to walk away as well. He's he does technically doesn't have a, a medical degree, so he's like, oh, oh it's okay. It's a figure of speech, emo. Get over here. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. What, can, what can I what can I do? Scrub up. Yeah. Yeah, you you cut, yeah, you got yeah, that I, far. I know, I know right? how to do that. I know how to do that. He's <laughs> panicking. He drinks the water soap. <laughs> panicking. He oh. starts washing his hands with Dan, his on. Dan, 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 Dan. Do you want to feign competence? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and try and feign competence. <laughs> and oh, are uh, we gonna learn that Dan's character is actually an imposter the entire time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dan, uh, just so you know, anyone that feigns competence in my presence, they are at a negative two. No, that's great because oh, I'm boy. also gonna use my overconfident, which lets me push one when I feign competence. But if I miss i also suffer a condition uh mc's choice in addition to any other consequences wow. jesus <laughs> going all this in on is this. a risk <laughs> this is a risk uh yeah with my, with my roles so far you've got this uh yeah and that is uh fan competence is plus nerve which is another minus one <laughs> oh, jesus so i am Christ. at uh, minus, minus one total mm. yeah this is gonna be great Oh, uh, nope. Wait, that's, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, five, seven. six, seven, eight, minus one. Seven. Seven, you make seven. it. I make it. So, so, you are feigning competence. Wait, yeah, we yeah, You uh, fool some of the people around you. Choose one person you definitely deceive, and the MC will choose one person who you definitely deceive. Oh, well, I'm going to choose I definitely <laughs> deceive. I definitely uh, deceive uh, Doc Hope. Uh, like, okay. I, I, I kind of, you see me kind of panicking, like, <sighs> like, take a breath and visibly, like, calm himself down. And you see him, okay, he's getting ready properly. Sure, yeah. But one of the guys that's looking for, well, you, you decide, MC decides who. Uh, so, Dan, yeah, you, you, you are able to get into Dr. Hopewell, but you, you could tell that you've, you've definitely convinced her that you know what you're doing, but the nurse that you, is left with you is giving you a serious amount of side eye. Yeah, yeah, because uh, what, what she can tell by being uh, closer to me than, than uh, Doc Hope, who is, uh, I'm assuming you're like next to the patient. Yep. Uh, what she can tell, who's, she's right next to me, uh, like kind of scrubbing up as well, uh, is uh, I'm sweating bullets. Like, I, I, she can tell that I am barely keeping it together. Okay, Angela, uh, right now you're, you have a patient. Uh, you don't see the wound because you, you see the damage of the mask, but you definitely know it's a, you see the bullet wound inside the mask. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and. What do you want to do? I want to, uh, going to talk through my my diagnosis of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to uh, display expertise. Uh, so, are you trying to I'm, heal her, or are you just trying to diagnose her right now? Uh, yeah, let's just jump to the chase. Yeah, I'm going to try to heal her. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just starting, show your yeah. Starting surgery. Five, six. Uh, Dan. Uh, well, well, Dan. Do you want to 
Yeah, stick I'm, your I'm hand gonna go in. ahead and stick my hand in. That would be uh, amazing if you just froze. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna stick my hand in, and I am actually gonna use my my specialty in diagnostics uh, as I come in to try and like basically try and diagnose what's happening, and so hopefully give Doc Hope uh, uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a, a help mm-hmm. there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, all right. So that's plus one, and this is this would be display expertise, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yes. So plus zero. Um, well, are you trying to display expertise, connection? or are you trying no, no, to stick you're, your hand? Oh, stick your hand out. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. So it, when uh, you stick your hand with someone else's zero situation, anyway. it's roll plus the, plus the connections it's you have with them. My connection with uh, Doc Hope is plus and minus zero. So this is just a straight up, well, plus one because of my diagnostics. Um, nice ooh, work. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Okay. You push one on their roll, and influence is noted for good or bad. So, Angela, uh, that makes you it's seven for you? Uh, yes, that pushes me to seven. Uh, uh, on display expertise. I'm going to say uh, ugly choice, unforeseen uh, circumstance, unpleasant side effect. I I get to choose one of those. What do you, it says? I offer you the ch- oh. offer you. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I get to offer ugly you. Ugly choice, comma, an unforeseen complication. Yeah, so you can say, hey, here's the ugly choice you need to make. Yeah, I'm gonna give you the uh, unforeseen circumstance. You guys are working together, and you start uh, peeling off the mask and you're looking for the wound mm-hmm. and uh dan yep angela the only reason that you aren't hit is because dan is the first to realize it and he says um dan you're the first to realize there is no wound mm-hmm. this is a f- all this blood is not hers yeah which means and you say look out yeah. Angela, you pull back just in time as this woman sits up and tries slashing at you. Yeah. Um, that the 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 unforeseen complication being, this is a it's a trap. And now this woman, she is lunging at you guys, uh, slashing. Uh, so go, what do you do? Security, get in here. Okay, assert your authority. Yes, please. Which. You blow this roll and they're like, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> nice. There we go. Oh, that is a... 10. Insert my th- I'm just making 12. sure. Uh, it's, a... Is it plus my rep because I'm going yep. against NPCs? Yep. So 12, yes. Yeah, you hear someone get in here and because of your voice, you are just, you're on point. You grab a hold of Emo, you grab hold of the Nerf, pull them back as this woman's slashing and screaming and the door's kicked open and uh, all around the place, uh, David, you actually hear the sound of a shotgun go off uh, in the distance, but you know it happened inside this building. Shit. All right. I'm going to very cautiously but quickly, like kind of like a low crouch, mm-hmm. uh, go towards, because that's what they do in movies, mm-hmm. uh, go towards the sound of the shotgun. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, David, what you see as you get closer to the visitor's locker room is uh, two officers are pulling out uh, a dead body of a woman. Um, and one of them, uh, and you look up behind those two and the other guy, you, you see one of the security officers reloading his double barrel shotgun. And you see, of course, the nurse is shaken. Uh, that's in the, that was in the room with you guys. She's shaking and kind of sitting on the butcher's. Uh, block and Angela, Dr. Hopewell, and Jeremiah Jones are just kind of standing at the door watching as they cart this dead woman away. What the hell just happened? We lost one. I can see that. You, guard, why did you shoot her? 
Um, uh, the, 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 she was, she wasn't injured. She was, this was a fake out. Uh, she was trying to hurt us. And so you shot her with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor said help and you restrained the patient. If she was a psychopath with no pig mask on, we should treat her no different than anyone else, mask or no. They this made is, the right call. They made the right call, and now we've got to open a morgue. She there was, was going, sick. There was going to be a morgue anyway. There always is on Purge Night. I know it's your first rodeo, but trust me. Was she armed? Yeah. With what? A knife. Heavens. All right, well, check your targets or whatever next time don't you have beanbag rounds or whatever um not on purge night okay do you want to show contempt assert your authority or because this guy will he wants to fight you on this one so you mm-hmm. have to do something what how do you want to talk to this guy uh yeah i'm going to yeah i'll try to assert my authority yeah yeah you're trying to th- this guard right now is feeling attacked so go ahead roll ahead mm-hmm. six okay so plus seven seven i got a rep of one so, hey, uh, mm-hmm. do you want to, uh, okay, so there, uh, you agree to help them now or later. Um, or you take one stress. Yeah. You can agree you to, to help to them in a way, uh, <laughs> later on. Uh, they, th- he's going to listen to what you say. Like, he's going to understand that he fucked up, but yeah, it, this takes a little do. bit. Uh, so you yeah. either take, uh, you're either going to, you take, uh, one stress or mm-hmm. you agree to help him later on or kind of, uh, yeah. so, oil these wheels. Yeah. So my character is, Trying to make a show of being in charge, mm-hmm. of being important for anyone within earshot, within deafening shotgun earshot. And he's going to dress down this uh, security guard. Uh, he, he took off his glasses, obviously, when he ran in, because when you're a medical professional and something scary just happened, you want to blind yourself. Yes. So he's going to slowly uh, rub his glasses with the edge, edge of his coat and then put them back on and step up to the security guard and say... All right, you're in shock. Come on, come on, come on. <clears throat> I'm gonna lead him to uh, lead him to a chair. Uh, let me say, what's your name? Uh, Jim. 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 We're all under a lot of pressure right now. You're damn straight. I mean, we got psychopaths all over the goddamn city. I mean, who does? Who sneaks? Who sneaks into a fucking cat facility? I don't know, but I'll make you a deal. Next time, some. Next time somebody says, help, consider what the non-lethal response is first before you discharge. Because I'm pretty sure you've only got so many rounds for that, too. Now, everybody in this place is going to need to ask me questions about what just happened. But I'm going to cover for you. You did your job. Just um, tell you what, a little bit later, uh, why don't you get a extra break? I'll find somebody to cover for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already been through a lot, and it's only been, check my watch. 15 minutes. 15 goddamn minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. He stands up. He's like, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try to be uh, a little less trigger happy. Makes sense. But, you know, I I had to for her. She was out of it. We all all have to make hard choices tonight, Jim. All right. Jim walks off, kind of nodding ahead, but you'll owe him a break later on. Yeah, well, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he'll he'll someone, call on that. Someone will someone will owe him a break, and I'll be part of the chain of command. Angela, yeah. uh, 
you are standing there as, of course, David's character, Dr. Thurgood, walks away with uh, Jim, the security guy who shot that woman dead. And you are standing there with uh, Jeremiah Jones. Uh, behind you, you definitely hear the nurse kind of taking a couple of deep breaths. As yeah, Jeremiah, she's trying Jeremiah to... has been like sitting, like sort of sitting next to the nurse. Uh, he, he's trying. He's trying to calm her down a bit. OK, is that you going to show? Uh, show... Uh, yeah, show compassion. Yeah, let's do that. And I'm going to go ahead and use uh, the, the one thing that lets me be awesome in this game, which is uh, since I'm an optimistic intern, whenever I show compassion to someone, uh, I may always take a weak hit instead of rolling. You, oh, so, you, yeah, you so always, I don't roll, I just automatically get a weak hit. No, I think you can always opt to do that. Because you well, can, yeah, no, no, exactly. When I show compassion, you may always take a weak hit okay, instead so, of rolling. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just do that. Oh, okay, wait, you're going to take a weak hit? Uh, you can ask two, I've seen yeah. how I roll. Yeah, you can ask two questions from the list below. They and may ask to one ask of you as well. Yep. So, uh, what's, uh, what do you want to ask? Uh, so I'm gonna, the first two, uh, what's really troubling her and how can I help? Uh, what's really troubling her is this is her first time, uh, being out. She is, she's not even through nursing school yet. And she's here because she knows it's the right thing to do. And, but she's terrified. Oh my God. She's usually, she's usually behind a door and her dad's there to protect her and she's fine. But now she's out and she almost got killed and it's been 15 fucking minutes. So she's terrified. And what you can do to help is honestly just be close to her and maybe even a hug. Yep. Nope. She, she gets hugs. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anybody watching can tell, uh, uh, Jerry has really good bedside manner. He's not necessarily a great doctor in terms of medical skill, but he's definitely got that, like, once he actually kind of gets into it, he's got a really good, uh, uh, bedside manner. He's, he's got a very calming, soothing, uh, 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 manner to him. Like, he, he seems like, yeah, he, he cares. Uh, so, she, so yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. How can she help you though? Like, as you're having this tender moment, she yeah, kind yeah. of, you, she could tell that you need something too. How can she help you? Um, yeah, he, he kind of just wants to know that, that, that someone's got his back. Like, it's, it, he, he kind of like commiserates with her, like, yeah, it's my first time to, uh, my dad and my brother, you know, they're, they're home, they're locked in. And so he also like, yeah, it's, it's my first time, you know, without my family too. But, you know, I, I, we, we people need us. People need us. And, and, uh, you know, nobody else is going to be here for us except, except us. Dan, what's her name? You know what? Yeah, let's make her Janine. Let's make her Janine. Oh my God! Yeah, there's one in every game. Now. There's Janine. This is this is Doctor Jerry and Nurse Janine. <laughs> oh, yes, she is a young a Caucasian woman, blonde hair, mm. pretty. You know, oh, not overly so, but she's cute. Um, and you could she absolutely. Um, she kind of sniffs a couple times, sniffles a couple times, and kind of resets her face to being like she can do this. And then she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll, we'll watch each other's back, okay? Good, good, yeah. That's all we need. All right. We're gonna get through this night. Angela, what are you doing right now? As you as you turn back and you see that these two are talking and they seem to kind of be reinforcing each other, um, you kind of you have to hand it to the newbie. When you took off the mask, it looked like a bullet wound. He was the first to make it realize that it was a prosthetic. It was mm-hmm. stage makeup. So without him, he... no, uh, totally. I'm gonna go up to uh, Jerry to emo. Good eyes, kid. Uh, th- thanks, Docs. Thanks, Docs. Um, I'm just, I'm just glad I was able to, to catch it in time. I, I'm, I'm sure you would have, I'm sure you would have seen it a, a second. Yeah, after yeah, t- tone it down. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk off. You're such yep. a good doctor. You're the best doctor. <laughs> you're the best, Spike. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> okay. 
day. Okay. Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, Miguel, you have two people, uh, two young kids, yep. probably no more than 16, 17 following behind you. And you're following this thin trail of a axe being dragged. And then you actually can, he's going, the, the man, the, the pig man, uh, he's actually going into kind of where the old concession stations were. It's the abandoned part that you just kind of, you kind of sealed off, um, without, because it was just too big, you're like, okay, just seal this off. And as you get to where like the gate is supposed to be sealed off, you see a dead security officer slumped on the ground, and the door, the makeshift door that you kind of put up there, is wide open. I walk in. Okay. Yeah. You slowly step into this mm-hmm. room, and it is completely dark. It yep. is shadows on shadows and one of the kids behind you you hear a click and he shines a flashlight mm-hmm. trying and, to help you out yeah before i go in i just go into walkie talkie uh following a bogey in the abandoned section up was the abandoned section of the concession stands of the concession stands yeah miss whippet is uh, the one who's actually going to be following up with yep. you on her she's like uh yeah okay um wh- concession stands yeah shit yeah we just uncovered a map we think that there is if he knows this place, he could probably go through some of the old vent systems and get to the pow- our power generator area. Fuck. You have to go in after him. All right. Okay. Um, do you, uh, I, you, you can wait. I, if you wait, I could get some people to you in about five minutes. It's way too long. I've got to go in. Okay. Uh, do you have any backup? Uh, I've got, I'll bring, uh, Carlos with me and then, uh, Martinez, sir. Uh, Martinez can stick outside. Okay. Yeah. 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 Martina has the bat. Yeah. Uh, Carlos has the gun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you're going in? Yep. Okay. So, Dave, Jesus, you walk in, and behind you, uh, the guy that you left at the door, he closes, and you hear he locks it. Um, and you just hear, good luck. And you have a flashlight as you look around this entire area. God damn stupid car move. <laughs> Carlos! Okay. Really? No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. It's, so. It's Die Hard in the Silver Dome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you have two things. You can just keep on looking. But you can hear Carlos right next to you breathing heavily, definitely scared. Uh, you can ignore that, keep on looking, or you can try to focus on that for a little bit. Carlos, Carlos, I need you to calm down, okay? <laughs> some weird, crazy guy with an axe. You have a gun. You'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay? Okay, so I think you're showing compassion. Yep, I am. Or you want to assert your authority. I don't, sh- think, I don't think you're asserting your authority. No, no, authority. I'm showing compassion here. You're showing compassion. Oh, <laughs> Carlos, I know oh, in every film you've ever seen that the man with the axe and the mask is unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. The things he will do okay, to you. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Jesus rolled a one, a, a two. Yep. Snake eyes. Snake, snake eyes. eyes. Now, is there a snake eyes uh, effect in this game? I don't believe so. I don't so. believe so. Yeah, other it's than, just a miss. Yeah. Just other than it's a real bad yeah. miss. Yeah. yeah, there's like no saving that yeah. roll. But hey, you get a perk. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, take, take a perk. <laughs> oh. Spend that later. Carlos is going to die. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Carlos. <laughs> I got your back, man. I got your back. All right. We've got this. Nothing is impossible. Oh, fuck. So I need you to uh, – so what are you doing now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to search around. Okay. I guess that's displaying your expertise. You are trying to mm-hmm. uh, display your expertise about the problem at hand, which is you're trying to find this guy. That is a five, six, seven. Nice. Spending both points. Okay. You succeed. Mm-hmm. So you find the guy. As you're walking around, you finally turn the corner and you see the guy. He is at, he is kind of just kind of dancing around in the middle of this concession stand, Mm -hmm. basking in. You don't even know, but he's covered in blood. And you are going to move towards him to try to to 
sneak up on him when suddenly Carlos behind you raises the flashlight Fuck. and illuminates him. And the guy turns around and he's just covered in blood. And you notice that right now he's he's ditched the apron, so he's just naked. And so the guy, he kind of turns towards you, cants his head to the side, and then lets out a, a, a chorkle, like a, a, a... And then Carlos just says, holy shit, and drops the flashlight on the ground, and you hear Carlos running away. Uh, the way the thing lands um, makes it so it's kind of, you don't get a good glimpse of where this guy is right now. Um, but yeah, you now, you're left alone, but you found the guy. Great. And you hear movement coming around. So go ahead. Uh, I guess it's another display your expertise. Just yep. you're or fighting. Just whatever you want to do. I'm going to try. I'm aiming for I'm the running. flashlight first. Oh, you're trying to get to the I'm flashlight? I'm trying to get the flashlight. Show good bedside manner. <laughs> yeah. You pick up the flashlight and you flash it forward and you see the guy. He's charging you. Yep. So he's going to try to attack. So this is going to be a fight. Great. What do I roll for a fight? Again, this is just, just okay. I think it's, um, I think this is basically, how do you want to? Do, I mean, you could try to. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Scare him. You could try to display expertise, which is basically showing off like how to fight, which is. Would he be considered a patient? No. Not in this Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Yep. All right. Uh, I think this would be act professionally. You could could make an argument for a lot of these. I mean, you could Mm -hmm. assert your authority, try to talk him down, but. When you try to act professionally to maintain your composure, uh, you could do that. Just tell me, uh, yeah, just look at this and tell me what you want to do. Okay. Uh,. Again, people, we well, you could sleep with them. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> we're a little, we're a little, naked. yeah, we're a little new at this, so <laughs> yeah. I'm messing up. But don't yeah, worry, it's good, man. We're good. You're yeah. not messing, not messing up. There's, so um, this isn't so designed to, yeah, this isn't designed to be a real fight heavy yeah. thing. This, but we're making it so with the purge. Yeah. Act professionally, specifically calls out dangerous situations. Yeah. All right, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna yell in a hospital. Really, the one place you might get fixed well, up. Even, even act professionally is. I'm acting professionally, which is I'm kicking his ass. Okay, okay. Fine. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, okay. Then I'm acting professionally kicking his ass. Great. Yeah, go ahead and make an attack. That's roll plus guts. Yep. Oh, guts. All right. That is a eight. Eight. Yes. Yes. So, uh, beat him up one side of the snack and <laughs> session. I actually slam his head against the side. It breaks, and there's a, a couple of snicker balls fall on his head. Okay, so reduce any stress inflicted by the situation by one. I'm going to say, hold on. Being confronted by a patient, uh, public, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to be say being chased by a pig man is a stress level one in this fair, situation. Fair enough. Uh, so that was going to get you, but I'm going to say, uh, if you want, you'll either take one stress or you could say like, no, I'm going to reduce the stress or you're going to show no weakness in front of this guy. I'm going to show no weakness in front of the guy. Okay. Take one stress as you are dealing with the fact that you're dealing with a naked pig man yeah. in the middle of the purge. Second time. Yeah, he swings at you and you quickly dodge out of the way and you grab him and you slam his face against the side of one of the old concession areas. Like, you push him down on the booth and, you're, and you kind of knock his mm-hmm. uh, axe out of the way. Right now, you have him where you want him. What do you want to do? Do you want to try to knock him out? Do you want to try to kill him? Do you I'm going to try to knock him out. Great. Uh, you're addicted to what? Chaos. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so you- it'd be minus one to this roll, I'm assuming, or... No, because that would be if you're fighting it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're not. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, you're, not, you're not. So addiction again. Is, uh, is there something for if you indulge your addiction? Yeah, I, there is. I a, believe so, right? Yeah, there is something that oh, allows you uh, to indulge it. Um, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, stress would, or something. I would guess that fighting naked, blood-soaked pig man with the only illumination being a spinning flashlight <laughs> <laughs> would be <laughs> would count as chaos. chaos. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's basically right, the right. disco of your mind. 
Yeah, so I don't think indulging your addiction actually helps. It's mm-hmm. it's fighting your addiction hurts you. Okay. Yeah. But you can basically you would move you could remove one stress by taking like you say I'm remove it, but later on I can use uh, your addiction against you once. Yeah. Okay. But but the the language of that is very clear. He can make whatever he wants as hard as he wants for one for one yeah. stress. So that that one stress has really got to be important to take away. No, it's only one stress that I've got. I'm, I'm fine. I'm not okay, so yeah, you you you're, you uh, so how are you taking him in? Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I'm slamming his head against the counter to knock him out, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> bringing up that little thing like that <laughs> the little uh, hinged walkway <laughs> that walk through, just like hitting. Yeah. And then I'm gonna fireman carry him out of the the concession stand, concession stand area. Yeah, you. Absolutely. You get to the door and you find uh, it wide open because Carlos had talked his way out. Yeah. And you see Carlos. Uh, Carlos is about to slam the door on you, mm-hmm. uh, lock it up before he notices. He's like, oh, the pig man slumped over your shoulder yeah. and you're carrying him. Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 hey. It's okay, Carlos. I'm sorry, man. It's, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. I understand, man. Okay. It's a stressful situation. You're still a kid. It's fine. Open the gate. Come on. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say just I'm, I'm not gonna make you roll to yeah. show compassion. You just do it. So you open it up. They close the gate behind you. They lock it up. And where are you taking the pig man? Well, he's had a massive head injury. So I'm taking him to uh, where wherever we cut, keep people who are injured but are dangerous. Purging. Yeah. Yeah. You, the purge unit. <laughs> uh, you take him uh, basically towards ex- Angela. As you are about, to, as you're walking out of the visitor's locker room, you see Jesus approaching with the naked pig man over his shoulder. Found him. Oh, joy. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, he, uh, he killed Pedro. He didn't, yeah, oh, yeah, Pedro died. Yeah, the security guy. <sighs> yeah, okay, so just so you know, guys, um, it, you can kick someone out. You can, you, you, if someone is like breaks the rules in here, uh, you could use, you could tell Mister Comus's uh, Whipple, uh, or you can just take justice in your own hand, throw him out, make a call yourself. But there's really you're supposed to call Mrs. Whipple, and she decides what to do. But right now, this person is knocked out. Um, a quick look over him; he's not unconscious or anything. He's not like faking it. He's not dying. He's just he has a minor <clears throat> concussion. Let the purgers take care of him outside. Yeah, uh, put him out the, uh, the, I haven't heard much action coming from the, the west entrance, so it's quieter over there. Put him over there. Right. He'll either come to or not. Yeah, fair enough. And I do so. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to say, Angela, it's a kind yeah. of a stressful, uh, are you, are you the one deciding, are, are you the one taking charge of the situation yes, and deciding I this? Yep. That's, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say that's one stress. You are deciding that's the, the yeah. fate of this man. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I mean, it helps that I mean, if it was just like a normal citizen, that'd be a lot more. But this guy was a naked purge pig man. So yeah, he's, he obviously came in for the purge from the purge. Uh, he was with the woman that attacked me, and he killed one of our guys. So one, yeah, just, I don't feel stress. much guilt yeah. here. And I'm putting him on the quiet side of the silver dome. <laughs> yep, and I, I make a call to was it Miss Whippet? M- Miss Whippet? Uh, that uh, Pedro's is down. Oh God, shit, shit. Yeah. Okay, did, uh, has we, we did we get the guy? Yeah, I'm uh I'm letting him out the side entrance. Letting him out? Is he awake? Not yet. <sighs> Who called that? Jennifer. Okay, just make it quick. Uh I'll, I'll alert you. Okay, um <laughs> we uh, uh Okay, 20 minutes has gone by and uh <laughs> she lets out a big sigh and she's like just keep everything um keep everything going. Yep. Okay, everybody. Uh, right now, there is a lull. 
As there's always a lull in the purge, there's always kind of an initial wave. And there were several buses driving in and out as this was going on. And you had medical professions. Lots of other doctors yeah. are running back and forth. Exactly. But an hour goes by and that's the initial wave of just people coming in. And there's always kind of the second hour is always the slowest, which is kind of like the a phrase where the weak get taken out quickly and die and those who can't get to you usually those who are wounded take a little while to get back to you or to get out of their hiding space. So right now, an hour into this, you've treated several people. You've treated probably 50 people already. And uh, that's when you uh, – over the radios, you all get radio, – you all radios. Um, you have uh, Dr. Francis, the young doctor who's helping out. Uh, he is uh, an OBGYN usually, uh, but he is uh, – He's helping out in it today, and he's like, "Hey, hey, uh, we have a we have an issue uh, at the uh, at the East Gate. Uh, we have um, uh, we have some Benjis. Uh, th- th- they're claiming that uh, uh, they don't feel sec- uh, they don't feel uh, this place is as secure. Uh, apparently, some word got out that we had some purgers sneak in. Uh, Benjis are a gang a gang member. Uh, they own the uh, the eighty eighth Street, eighty uh, eighth Avenue. They're called Benjis. Um, yeah, they they, they uh, a bunch of them are want their people out, um, but." That would take a while because we have a lot of Benjis and that would be chaos. What do I tell them? Um, they also have a gun to my head, by the way. Benjis uh, from outside are ordering you to release people? Uh, just their relatives that they have staying here. They don't think that's safe anymore. Yeah, well, if the relatives request to leave, then we'll let the relatives There's leave. a fucking gun to my head right now. I don't know if I want to give them bad news. So does anybody else want to come and help talk to them? I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I really fucking My appreciate. Hero. I really fucking appreciate that, Doctor <laughs> Thurgood. All right, okay. I'm gonna up first. I don't like you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and, and write myself down a push because my, my school bully is, has a gun to his head. Yeah. I, I think that's just good. <laughs> that's just a good thing. I'm going to uh, get off the uh, I'm going to get off the walkie-talkie and then I'm going to get back on uh, and say, uh, uh, Miss Whippet. Yes. This is Doctor Charles Thurgood. We have a situation on the uh, was it the Westgate. It's- Yes, I heard. I heard the Benjis. Um, we have 30 people of their people scattered. I don't have enough. We don't have the force to send and hunt down all their relatives. And we're not sure the hell letting them come in with their guns to get their relatives either. Well, luckily, Mrs. Whippet, I didn't go through eight years of some of the finest medical training that Yale Harvard School of Medicine has to offer in order to let this happen. I'll take care of it. Okay. I need you to assert, assess your authority. So, like, I need you oh, – or feign competence. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 100%. So in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I took a sociology course in undergrad. That's the same as negotiations. This says Yali. Yali. It's like I didn't spend eight years in Harvard. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So yes, you're feigning competence. You're trying to ease her mind by lying. Click. Oh my god! All right, so this is gonna be plus my nerve. Awesome. Oh boy. Uh, eight, nine. Not bad. Eight. Yeah. No. You know what? You feigned competency. You fooled some people. Uh, choose one person you definitely deceived. Angela. I'm just kidding. Miss Whippet. Miss Whippet, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm going to choose one person who is definitely not taken in by your your honeyed words, Jesus. Oh, yeah, because you've definitely been in high stakes uh, <laughs> conversations before. Uh. Jesus, you know, basically, um, 
These are Benjis. These mm-hmm. are people who don't go to Yale or Harvard. <laughs> you don't think he is the right person for the job. Miss Whippet will be coming along too. <laughs> so are you guys heading off towards the yep. where the Benji gate? Sure, yeah. Yep. When uh uh sorry, when uh Miguel shows up, I'm gonna nod at him and say, Yeah, a little show of force won't hurt. All right. You so don't who- want to show force to a Benji. Trust me on that. Okay, so you, do you guys want to – who's going to take over? Who's going to do the talking on this one? Okay. How about I take care of this? Uh, I thought you said don't don't show force, Miguel. I'm Miguel, going to talk right? To Miguel, okay. Okay. Authority. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, towards a PC, you may roll uh, – you roll plus connection to each other. Oh, oh dear. boy. That's not good. Yeah. So I have a connection of uh, plus two versus you. Ooh. So that's good. Yeah, nice. That's good. And what do you got? Also, it says you may roll plus connection. So if your rep were better, you could. No, not for me. But no, I think that makes sense. All right. Yeah, yeah, I've got the rep of one and a negative one connection with you. Yeah. So I don't understand yep. you. It's Miguel, right? Yep. <laughs> Seven. Uh, eight, nine. Fuck. Well, actually, so oh. okay. You, it, there's no contested rolls oh, in okay. this. Yeah. So it says for rolling against a PC, um, Jesus, you got a weak hit. Yep. So if he does what you say, like the, David, yeah. the the mm-hmm. choice is with you. If you do what he says, mm-hmm. then Jesus is going to owe you. But if you don't, you're just both going to take stress. Oh yeah, so- I will totally do that because I know a guard who needs to take an extra break later. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, my character puts his hands up, play, play, Katie You know what? I've heard about your time in the force or in the army or whatever. Uh, appreciate. Thank you for your service. Marines, man. Oh, yeah. Semper Fi. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, why don't, why don't you go ahead and just, uh, you know, pretend it's, pretend there's more sand, you know, to go back there and, uh, and, uh, you know, just eagle eyes. You'll I'm be gonna, able to do I'm it. I'm just going to walk off. All right. Okay. Good. Jesus, so you're, you're going – so you've opted to have Jesus handle this. Yes. Miguel. Miguel, you approach uh, the gate and true to his word, you ha- you pass a couple of your people. They have shotguns and their assault rifles and pistols aimed out towards the open gate. Um, and Dr. Francis in the, is in the middle with his hands up and there's uh, several gang members behind him. Mm-hmm. And one guy just has, you know, side side pistol <laughs> of pressed against Dr. Francis's head. And he's just chewing on a, a toothpick waiting. Uh, he's just uh, a Caucasian kid. Uh, no, he's a Hispanic kid um, um, with spiky red hair, like, spi- like clearly dyed yep. hair. And he's just like, he's like, hey, Doc. What's up? What's up, Doc? So uh, I got a call from my Nana. Mm-hmm. I love my Nana. She is uh, really fucking important to me. And she tells me that the place I left her, which is supposed to be, I don't know, safe grounds, just got attacked by some purgers and a couple of your people died. So I'm thinking, why the fuck are my boys? This is my boys, by the way. Hey, boys, say hello to uh, the doc here. Hey. Uh, hi. Hey. Why the fuck are we leaving our loved ones here with incompetent people? When we could take them back uh, and protect them ourselves, um, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what family do. So, uh, and Dr. Uh, uh, Dick Stain here, because uh, he's pissing himself right here, uh, he refused my request to let my uh, my Nana out. And uh, shit, if that doesn't piss me off. 
First off, what was your name again? I'm sorry. Uh, okay, uh, just call me BB. All right, BB. First off, the way you handle your gun. I mean, it looks good in the movies, but it's highly inaccurate. It always bothered me, especially when I got out of the Marines. It's fucking ridiculous. But secondly, I understand, man. I mean, I just finished beating the shit out of that one guy that got in here. Bit of a dick. Also, very naked, very heavy white guy. Not the best day of my life. I can imagine. Yeah. But listen to me, brother. You coming here, grabbing your family, which I completely understand, and bringing them back home, will make you feel better, but won't make them safer. There, you know there's an understanding here. You take them to your back to your place, all you need is a, maybe another gang, or maybe some of those rich yuppies who like to go around and keep the city safe by taking out what they consider a scum, coming in, going to, and let's be honest, everyone knows where your gang lives. They might come in charging with big guns and blasting everybody. But here, it's much safer, man. You need to take the. Ch- you need to believe us in this. There's gonna. There was an issue, yes, but we took care of it. So, I like that. He kind of. He's considering your words. <clears throat> I don't think you're asserting your authority. No, you're not pushing it. I would say you're almost showing con- con- uh, compassion, compassion yep. or you might also be. Uh, I could see you also acting professionally. You're just walking through the entire situation. Both are still plus one for me. This is a dangerous situation. So, do you are, are you using your heart to get to him, I'm using or are my you, heart. You, you you okay? Then okay. I'm going to say you uh, show compassion towards okay. this guy. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. One, oh. Uh, yeah. oh, well, you I, can keep that role okay. no matter what. But yeah, keep that. Yeah, I'm keeping that. <laughs> uh, basically, if you show compassion, you get to ask them some questions. Yep. If you act professionally, uh, you keep it together. Uh, but if you're trying to get them to do something, mm-hmm. that would be more like assert your authority. And okay, so my rep. So it's a nine. Okay, so this is asserting your authority? Yeah, yeah. So just convincing them that, you know, calm down. Do what you got to do outside, but let us keep your family safe. Okay, now I'm getting I'm getting better at figuring out yeah. what you mm-hmm. do. Okay. Yeah. You can either take one stress or they agree to help you, but uh, now uh, they will agree to help uh, – you agree to help them now or later, but – or you can take a stress. I'll take another stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweat coming down my forehead. Okay. You know what? You know, I like that. I like that. You know, I look you in the eyes and you talk to me as an individual, which I appreciate. I mean, people act like I don't know what I'm talking about. And guys, you know, I don't I don't know if you know this, but I got an accounting degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know my numbers. I'm smart. Isn't that right, Francis? And Francis, of course, Dr. Francis is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but of course, I have to also watch out for my neighborhood. And you, you, you spoke to me like an individual and I appreciate that. So you're – I'm going to let you – Continue to protect my nana. Mm-hmm. I will fucking kill you if anything happens, like if anything happens to her or any of my boys. Completely understand. Man. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to trust you. Yep. But if I hear any more bullshit about people breaking in and endangering, endangering, endangering my nana, mm-hmm. I'm coming back here, yep. and we're taking all our people. And if anybody gets in the fucking way, that's when we're going to start purging our shit, the purging the shit out of this all place. Right. Oh, um. Before you go, BB, one thing. The fat fuck who came in here and uh, caused trouble. We kind of kicked him out of the east side. Not sure if he's still asleep and naked, but... And just turn around. Boys? <laughs> Looks like fucking porks on the menu! <laughs> and they turn away, and yeah, they're absolutely heading towards where you told them. Yep. But yeah, and you see Francis just 
kind of just kind of collapses into you okay. and like grabs your. It's okay, Francis. It's okay, Francis. But you're gonna cha- you're gonna want to change your pants, man. Yeah, please. Thank okay. you. I'll, let's go to the bathroom. Come on. Yeah, uh, Francis is going to owe you. <laughs> Francis right. is connected to you, so yep. I'm going to give him. He's shaken though. Oh, that's fair. Come in, Mrs. Whippet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I took care of it. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Billy from Fandible.com Actual Play Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Fandible, or you can join our Patreon to help support episodes like this. Most importantly, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found our podcast. Thanks for listening, and remember, we sure appreciate you all so- <laughs> <laughs>